0: Boom. All right, ladies and gentlemen, join us as we have an enlightening conversation where we're gonna uncover the strategies that drive digital marketing success. And maybe explore some profound impacts and mentoring type stuff too. I don't know. We're gonna see what this show has in store. Let's get this one started. Here we go. Shut up up and sit down. down. Look, a business can give you everything you want in life. Prestige, wealth, freedom. Business Bros, today we have a true marketing maven joining us on the show. He's not only a serial entrepreneur with a versatile business background, but also the CEO and founder of Wise Digital Partners, with a passion for helping business owners grasp the intricacies of marketing as an investment. He's been featured in renowned publications and worked with global brands. So, without further ado, let's dive into the world of marketing and entrepreneurship with our with our uh, guest, Mr. Patrick Dillon. <laughs> All right, Pat. Welcome to the show, man. Thanks. Thanks a lot. Excited. All right, dude. Let's dive into this first question I got for you. uh, is always the most common one. Uh, There's something that you do for a living, man. There's something that makes you the money. There's a reason that you're on the show to promote your business. Uh, So what is that, man? What is it that you do?
1: So, I mean, I I got into business 20 years ago. My, My parents were both entrepreneurs and, you know, I just, I saw the life that they lived and and owning a business, you know, just creates a better everything, you know, it's more freedom, more flexibility, more time, more travel, Um, you know, and then you realize pretty quickly that it's also comes with a lot of stress and there's a lot of, you know, get, give and take in in developing that kind of life. But you know, I, I um, I've been fortunate and I've, I've started about 10 companies. I've had some you know pretty su- good success over the years. And, and now I get to do really what I want to do, which is helping other business owners, you know, create that life for themselves.
0: What is Wise Digital? What is it that you guys do exactly? Like if you p- can put it as simply as a, so that a fifth grader could understand it, what do you do?
1: Yeah, so we're a full service digital agency. So you know, the the difference between that like a project firm is a project firm might take on a client to, you know, build a website, but not provide ongoing marketing support, we would never do that. We're, we're a full service partner. So typically, you know, a business comes to us because they're having some sort of problem uh, in growing their business and you know so the the questions that we ask in the beginning are you know how did you get here where are you now like revenue wise what what are your growth obstacles where do you want to be you know in a year or two or five uh how do you want the the makeup of revenue uh to change in your business to make it more profitable or make it you know create a better life to work with better clients that type of thing and then you know, we work on the time frame and the budget, and just sort of reverse engineer from there how to build all that out. And so uh, we offer about twelve different services and a half dozen software products. So typical things like, you know, website design, development, copy, SEO, blogging, paid media, uh, social media, and you know, another f- few things. Along with, uh, we own our own website platform, so um, that's that provides some additional technology advantages to our clients as well as um, some cost savings because uh, we've built so much into that platform now It couples you know lead tracking and ada compliance and hosting and all these other things that we'd sort of have to cobble together to miss you know create a mismatched um solution for a client to you know get online stay online be profitable online
0: Sounds like it's a major consulting here with an emphasis in in the marketing space. I heard it said uh, uh, over and over again from different business people when you're when you're struggling in business, usually the answer to your problem is more sales. Um, And, you know, for for what you're kind of coming around here and, and finding a solution to people's problems turns out it might be that uh, I mean you, your, your approach seems like it's very consultative like you're asking more deep questions around the structure of the business which kind of brings in some of that expertise that you have in the past um, from these other businesses you had but does it always come down to sales is that usually the issue here it depends on the
1: business sometimes it does um, you know and ultimately as a marketing partner to our clients our, our role in, in the and the business's growth is to bring leads, uh, and it's it's then up to that business to be able to have an efficient process for making those sales, uh, and then you know incorporating those new clients and that new volume of work into their business. So you know if there's if there's three parts to growth, it's figuring out operational scale so you can handle more business, figuring out a sales process so you can close the business predictably, reliably, without the founder someday that type of thing. And then the third is is really developing a consistent marketing funnel so that you have more opportunities, you know, coming your way. And, um, you know, we've been fortunate in that we've figured it out in 30 or 40 different industries globally. Uh, and so, you know, we'll find something that's really working for law firms. And then we trans, you know, tr- translate that tech technique over to mortgage companies or wealth planning businesses or even plumbing and HVAC businesses or e-commerce or and so you know, we can figure out the marketing side, they have to figure out the sales and the operational side. Um, we provide some guidance and advice. I mean, I'm a 10 time business owner. So like, I don't, I don't mind spending time with clients talking about some of that stuff once in a while. But ultimately, you know, that's not our role. They, they have to figure out those two components.
0: That's definitely a, a struggle, I feel. Uh, there's a lot of companies out there that can generate leads, uh, and oftentimes they might get a bad rap of the quality of leads, but sometimes it's not necessarily the quality of leads. It could be the process behind those leads that is not in place. Um, you've, you're kind of alluding to that as well, where you're you're there to consult, but the the business ultimately needs to have a process in place to take those leads and convert them into sales. Uh, what do you feel some of these companies are lacking? when it comes to that process, so that it would make a smoother transition, you can have a good lead gen system flow into a good sales system?
1: Well, let me let me back up for a second, because lead quality for sure is an issue. But it's an issue if you don't have the processes that we have in place where we communicate on lead quality with our clients in real time. So lead lead attribution is, is the biggest challenge for Uh, most businesses when they hire a marketing agency, because the marketing agency isn't set up with the sales minded focus. So, you know, we set up really sophisticated lead tracking for our clients, where there's a dashboard that both the client and us have access to. And in real time, the client can go attribute lead status or lead quality or lead score to every single lead as it's coming through. So while we're speaking, you know, we have a a client in Denver who's got, um, it's a four location law firm. We're probably sending to them um, about 80 leads a day. So while we're on this call, they'll get, you know, three to five leads and their team in near perfect real time is going in and saying, not a lead, good lead, bad lead, signed client on all those leads and and infinite, you know, criteria set is if they want to continue like creating more, uh and and that's helping our team understand like especially on the ad front if we're running ppc ads on google or i'll mm-hmm. say or yelp ads or whatever and they see bad lead, bad badly lead twice on a single ad campaign they'll go shut down that ad campaign they'll reformulate it they'll move the budget over to a better performing ad campaign then they'll relaunch it they'll move budget back over and so you know in real time we're probably making you know, hundreds and hundreds of optimizations a month. We're probably spending, I don't know, 40 to 50 hours a month on that one account, running a $40,000 a month ad budget and communicating in lead quality. So what that's helped us do is take that particular client from a 6% conversion rate to a 30% conversion rate. And we took that client away from the largest digital marketing agency on planet earth for law firms where they had a 6% conversion rate and we have them at 30. So their money goes 6 times further with
0: us. Heck yeah. yeah. I and mean so- every lead that's coming in you are you are sharpening the sword. Every single one gets categorized, goes back to the the drawing board, you kind of assess the marketing campaign uh and and it's not just with one ad campaign I'm assuming. You're doing this for multiple campaign types so so that oh, it- yeah. The campaign continues going forward. It keeps getting new iterations of it improving as it moves forward. Yeah, the clients are going to be happy and they probably speak volumes of you. Referrals are coming in like crazy.
1: Yeah, and back to, you know, your, your initial question is like, how do you help them with the, the sales front, right? So, in, you know, in that particular client, we have like 80 or 100 ad campaigns running at any one time and and so we're sharpening the sword on the lead quality but then it goes to a law firm who doesn't really have experience doing sales right like your chiropractic business cracks backs your dental office fixes teeth your law firm you know wins cases but they don't really have great sales training or sales background so you know we try and provide as much as we can there but you know the reality is we don't want to get into that one off business and we can't afford to get into that one off business profitably where we're like training that particular law firm that has that particular makeup of practice areas and, and those that particular group of people to become better salespeople. So that's the stuff that businesses really need to try and find on their own as far as learning. And um, some do it better than others. And that's the reason for those businesses' uh, speed of scale.
0: Yeah, you're uh, in San Diego. I got to connect you with a guy. Uh, his name's uh, Steve Haru uh, and he runs the Sales what? Collective. Yeah, uh, yeah. we created Victory Selling for him. Oh, see? Small world. I knew it, right? Right away.
1: Yeah, he's an old buddy from uh, Cutco Knife Sales. Yes, Uh, sir. And so when he was leaving, I I think uh, it was an insurance business that he was doing. Affleck, I think. Yeah, Affleck. When he was leaving Affleck, he was coming up with an idea of how to sell you know create online courses to sell so we helped him launch his business it was called victory selling and uh ran all the marketing for him for about three or four years and then he partnered up and you know is now the sales collective
0: yeah yeah i mean and that's that's a a perfect example of people doing things the right way, setting it up from the beginning and using that data to to continue to sharpen that sword and get better and better at that sales process. Even sales teachers need uh, need marketing help to, to get their message out as much as possible. Um, let me ask you if, if you, if you're coming across companies today that are just getting started, young people that are excited about entrepreneurship but don't really know all the ropes, what advice would you give to them so that they can prepare themselves To be in a company that maybe has an exit or has the systems in place so that they do get that financial that time freedom that they seek
1: yeah i mean there's so much out there as far as you know great advice and good teachers and um and so i think starting the process of learning gets you excited about it right it it gives you um a reason to get started and i think the the biggest thing that i've learned over time is just you know stop procrastinating just Take action. Get get started with that first idea, that first hustle, um, because that's that's what's going to change the trajectory of your life. And and I remember, you know, I I was kind of an entrepreneur from start. I mean, I started my first business when I was twelve, and um, you know, had had two full time employees by the time I was fourteen, and and you know and. But the first time I started a real business where I really raised a bunch of money and had a partner and, you know, built this technology business, it, it, we probably festered on the ideas for 18 to 24 months. And it's like, why did not we just jump in a little faster? Because if you look at, like, the end of my career where I'll be making millions of dollars a year, like that, the, that, that one year where I delayed things in the beginning is going to cost me millions in the end and also just i'm having a better life now than i than i ever imagined and and getting going sooner is better than than sitting around waiting for the right opportunity which will never you know come
0: yeah it'll never be right um and you having having so much experience with multiple different business ventures uh seeing where companies are kind of making mistakes in and their marketing and helping coming in and correct them you get to kind of Uh, take some of these lessons, apply them, even though they may not be your scars. And then some of them are your scars that you got to kind of wear and and move forward. What are some of the biggest lessons or pivotal moments that you've had in your uh, entrepreneurial career? Something that you can look back and be like, dude, when that happened, things changed for me at that point. What was that like?
1: You know, the funny thing I think was it, it all revolves around partners. I had, um, I've had 10 companies and uh, Wise Digital, one or two others are businesses where, you know, I, I own the majority of the company. There's the, the biggest issues and mistakes that I had uh, in this path, in this journey, were business partner issues. And a lot of times I think as a, you know, as a young entrepreneur, as a starting out entrepreneur, you think I need a business partner, I can't do this on my own. Uh, but, you know, three of the biggest mistakes I've ever had were, were related to the the person I chose to be in business with, um, you know, and that's tough. And and I think it, the pivotal moment for me was realizing in the marketing agency model, um, I I don't need a like a majority business partner, and um, and I think Wise Digital is the first agency where I I really am the majority partner. I get to make a lot of the calls. I have a a great partner and CTO. Um, you know, who's, who's a minority owner, who um, I run everything by. He's, he's a fantastic strategist. He's uh, a brilliant technologist and we make, you know, most or all of our decisions together, but being able to call the shot on finances and, you know, and sometimes hiring and and some of the other bigger, bigger picture stuff has been really important. How
0: do you, how do you, uh, I guess it's, it sounds like it's kind of a natural thing for you. I mean, you were you had two full-time employees by the time you were 14, um, and, and there's people who never bring on employees at all, who, who feel like they can do it all greater themselves. Um, and maybe they do know the value and the leverage that you get from utilizing employees and VAs and things like that. They just don't have the management skills to do that, um, and they know it's a weakness. It kind of puts them off from ever hiring somebody. How do you help somebody get over things like that? I'm sure you've run across that when you want to bring people on and, and elevate their, their position, uh, give them more responsibility. How do you kind of nurture that to, to help them grow? So, I mean,
1: first off, with, with Wise Digital, I don't do any of the work of the agency, not, not a single thing. Except for sales and, you know, the finances and like some of the the back office stuff. Um, And nor should I. I I am not the expert. I I have 32 amazing, wonderful employees who are experts in 12 different disciplines uh, in digital. And there's no way I could hold a candle to anything that they know or know how to do. Um, and I think it's naive to think as a business owner that you are going to be better than them. i'm I'm better than anybody on the team with sales because I get to go out and evangelize these wonderful, talented, exceptional people. But I shouldn't be doing the work. And if you are, I mean, you're you're not going to scale beyond you know a, a, a sixty hour work week or however much we work, right? I mean, you can go up and down from 60 to 90 hours, but at some point you're gonna burn out. And if you're trying to do the work and sell the work and run the company, good luck. And so, you know, on day one of Wise Digital, I said, I'm not gonna, I told my initial founding team, which was, there was four of us, we started with 50 clients. um, And I said, I will not do one minute of work for a client. I will be working on our company and providing more opportunity for you guys to grow. And I need you all to step up and and be exceptional at what you're doing. And we'll go find more and more experts as we expand services and the business and clients, and all that stuff. And so I think it's just important for the business owner to recognize that like, look, Richard Branson owns 400 companies. Do you think he does one thing in one of those companies?
0: Not he can Not at all.
1: Right? And so, you know, that's just not, that's not my role anymore, certainly.
0: What do you feel you guys do best? There are so many different agencies out there that people can go to, but there's a reason why that attorney came to you. There's a reason why they trusted you. There's a reason why you're getting people to that 30% marker conversion rate. Uh, I know it's not normal, but I mean, it it is extraordinary. Um, Why do you think they come to you, Pat? Why are they going to wise?
1: I think we're better than anybody at explaining and uh, really showing the ROI we deliver. And it's not about websites and SEO and PPC and blogging and blah, 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 blah. Those are just products and services. It's about achieving a common goal. And that goal for us, for our clients and for our relationship is ROI. If if we can't start the conversation around what kind of return are you looking for and, and the business owner is not realistic in his answer, uh, we're not doing business with him. 're not and we're not working with businesses that want to grow 10% a year. We're looking for businesses that want to grow 30 50 percent a year like we do every year um, because that provides more opportunity for everyone. Mm.
0: Yeah, that ambition has to be there. They got to have that drive to want to move forward and, and continue to grow. Um, and part of that is realizing that there's things that you can improve upon things that you can get better. If you realize that then uh, then there's a there's a room for improvement there yourself. Uh, And I feel all entrepreneurs kind of do that. You have a variety of different products that you offer your clients now, but you didn't start off there. You kind of improved upon and got better. What do you feel you're doing right now to give the client a better experience or maybe improve things internally in your business? What is it that you're trying to get better at today? There's
1: there's a lot and and there's always – so we we have a really great goal-setting Process in the company. So every team, there's seven different teams, and every team has two or three goals they're working on every quarter. And then we have annual goals for every team, and then we have annual and quarterly goals for the company. And so there's always, you know, a couple things that we're really working on. Um, uh, clarity of reporting right now is is something. Actually, I just got off a call with a, a client where we're showing them the new reports and asking them if they want to see anything different um that's that's been really you know you know really key to figuring out this year as we're going into the new year we want to have everybody on that consistent sort of platform set up there um you know we're we're working a lot more on the technology always because as as the owner of a website platform we just have to keep expanding the feature set of that and all that um on the sales front I've I've been in sales my whole life i've done the majority of sales for a lot of my companies in the past um i've outpaced a team of 12 sales people for four or five years in a row at one of my agencies me individually versus 12 people um, i'm still trying to figure out how to scale you know the sales side i i actually um have tried restarting the sales team over four times at wise digital and i just let go you know a salesperson earlier in the year and another one just recently and it's just like I still I have to figure that piece out and I will Um, and I think I brought on one or two really key partners in the last month or so that I think is going to work out great so we'll see.
0: What do you think is lacking in is somebody that you bring on as a sales pe- a person? Because sales does not come natural to people. And 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 everybody says it's something that can be taught, something that that people can learn. But then you talk to true salespeople and it's like, dude, I've been doing this since I was 12. Like, this is a yep. skill I developed way back when. So what is it? Like, can you teach somebody this? Or is it something that you're finding like, you know what, there's somebody who just has this innate skill?
1: So, Yeah. In college, I sold Cutco knives door to door, and I was the number one knife salesperson in the state of Wisconsin all through college with them. And I, and then after that, I was the sales promotion manager for 15 states with them for five years. So, I had um, I had 8,000 reps in my region, and I had 120 managers. And I put on all the conferences where we did the sales training and sales management training. So I've got a lot of experience in this. I think there's. There's two things. One, sales can be taught. Two, you have to have. Um, th- there is absolutely the right person where they just they just catch on quicker, and it's it's innate. They know exactly what to do with those ten things you just taught them, and they excel like I did. And you know, th- there it, there is a, definitely a personality thing, but then th- the techniques can all be taught. And if you can figure out if you have that personality, then go learn the techniques because you'll figure it out faster than, you know, a hundred other people.
0: And the sky's the limit for salespeople. Like those skill sets you can take into any industry. You can pretty much sell anything you want at that point. And your upside is unlimited. There is no cap the ceiling of a, of a very good salesman you can do it on your own like you've done a number of different times you can do it for a company successfully and, and be comfortable there as well um, yeah. you're going to continue to sell probably until the day you die but what does the vision look like for you for wise uh do you have an exit strategy where is it that you're heading uh, as a company
1: yeah so we've been growing at uh, a little over 50 percent a year for five years um, this is uh, our first year Uh, 23 will be our first year on the Inc 5000 list. Um, And I want to, with Wise Digital, I want to hit that list for five years. So be on the Inc 5000 fastest growing company list for five years straight. And then we'll see. Like, I'm not making any plans to sell the business. I don't, you know, I think this is the business where I'm going to, you know, sort of, Wrap my you know entrepreneurial journey with in, in a lot of ways, but I'm doing this in a big way for the employees. I, I, we've got a lot of really great people who've come to me over the last couple of years and said this is the business I want to retire with. And so you know that's that's now what I'm really focused on building. So we just you know launched an awesome 401k program today. We've always had the best healthcare across the board. You know we just we're trying to do uh, do right by the employees. We don't have an office. We don't need to in, invest in that nonsense and, and deal with all the headaches that come with us. Um, uh, we're, we're set up now with full-time employees in 16 states and four countries. So like that's just gonna keep growing. In 24, what I'm really excited about is we're gonna be launching Wise Ventures, which is the venture uh, arm of our business, where uh, in a very select sense, we'll be working with a few clients starting out where uh, we're putting money into them. Uh, we're then uh, setting up and doing all of the marketing for their businesses, uh, providing m- more guidance and support, and then introducing them to bigger partners and uh, and more venture capital and money and things like that. And so, um, super excited about that one. We'll probably announce the first you know first client that's that's in that business in January. Uh, and then I'm sure we'll have more in Q2 next year.
0: Another shark in the pool. Here we go. Venture capital is uh, definitely the way to go. I mean, at the end of the day, there's a lot of businesses that have great ideas and they need that marketing arm and support behind them. Might as well have a, a an arm of your company that kind of adds that fuel to the fire on top of it. Uh, it gives, you know it gives them the, the team that can definitely take them to the next level and at the same time, introduce them to the next players in the game. I love it. I love it Pat. Thank you very much for Yeah, go for it. We'll
1: we'll go in and we'll look at the sales and the operational side as well. So they'll get everything.
0: Yeah. From from I mean, dude, that's the way to do it. That's that's literally the reason why you partner up with people. Um aside from the fact that you're that you're gaining the capital that you're looking for, the strategic partnership there uh, takes it to a whole new level. Pat, you guys are doing some amazing things. If people want to reach out, they want to find out more about uh Wise Digital and the things that you're doing, how can they do that?
1: Yeah, our, our website's, you know, probably the best resource. It's, it's you know, hundreds of pages now, and there's just tons and tons of content there. Um, uh, the blog is a really great place to go spend some time, and our YouTube channel as well. Uh, but, um, you know, you can always email me as well. I think the information's on the screen, uh, or connect with me online, of uh, LinkedIn or Facebook or anywhere.
0: Perfect. Pat, thank you very much for coming on the show, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, let's see, on LinkedIn, you can you can find him at Patrick J. Dillon. Uh, you can send him an email, patrick at wisedigitalpartners.com. And then the website is scrolling across the bottom. But for those of you listening in audio, it's wisedigitalpartners.com. Patrick, thank you, thank you very much for coming on the show today, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, look, marketing is the way you're you're struggling in your business. Usually sales is the answer to your problems. And it's more than just lead gen. There's so many different aspects to it. And Pat came on and shared with us the different different things that you need to kind of look into, different things that have helped uh, multiple businesses that he's worked with. And he's definitely doing that here today. So Patrick, thank you very much for being on the program today. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll catch you guys on the next one. Peace. And we're out. It's over. Go home. Is your business in need of marketing?